I think they'll hear us. No, but the people listening on Anchor.com and Google and what's the other podcast that we're on? What's the other? Spotify, Spotify Radio so. Public. Yes, they'll hear us. So let's get down to the gritty. Yeah! Oh, God, 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 come on, God, dang it. Yeah, now we are all silver. Two grinch. Bolts and nuts. Gaskets, horsepower stuff. Got the bounce. Got the pistons. Me and Ricky speaking. We all listening. Y'all are tuned in to On All Cylinders. Well, we're tuned in. Are tuned you in. tuned in? To On All Cylinders, baby. The podcast. We got anybody watching? We got four <laughs> people watching us over here on the live, by God. We, and, talk, and, we and, everywhere. We on the... On the podcast, we're on the Facebook Live, we're doing it all. We're all over the interwebs. Oh, daddy. We're well, all over. Hopefully not all over. Well, I mean. You know, there's, there's certain places we don't want to be. <laughs> right, I, I turn them places around. I, I, we I turn them down. Yeah. They, they, they approached me and was like, we'll give you X amount of dollars per inch. And I said, I'll go broke. Whoa. Whoa. Stop Whoa. It. Stop it. Stop it. Too much. <laughs> Too much. So, so where are you going in Georgia? You were talking about Georgia earlier. Uh, potentially, potentially, if everything goes good with the uh, Door Slammers group, I will be going to uh, Valdosta. The Super Bowl with small tire drag racing, baby. Lights out, no mercy. The uh, Duck X production, the fastest radio cars on the planet. That's very exciting. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've been down there for the last... Um, Probably the last Sorry. four, five years, probably. Um, been in there, uh, got to know Duck pretty well. That's where I get to meet my heroes. Right. I, right, I get right. to go up to him and be like, hey, I'm nobody special, but I'm going to act like I am today. What's up? <laughs> He's like, look at me. I got this hat. I'm like, I got the Cletus shirt on. I got the LS Nasty hat on. John as, Doc, thank you much. As long as you look professional, no one will question you. If you look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. No one even bothers to, to question it. Well, yeah, that's just like the military. Just walk in and act like you own stuff. Yeah, just just be like, hey, that and this. Hey, you, you. Yeah. Hey, report that's... to me right now. Right. They're and like, they're like right, what cool. do you want to know? Be like, uh, how are things? Uh, no, speak, no speaking of Georgia, uh, did you watch any of the U.S. Street Nationals this year? Or last weekend? I have not. Oh, I'm man. I'm slacking. That's all right. Well, you've been busy. you got some other stuff going on. I've been on. slacking, bro. Did any of you guys watch the uh, U.S. Nationals? See Stevie Fast break the world drag radio record? Is that his real last name? Uh, his last name is Stevie Jackson. <laughs> Stevie Fast Jackson. Stevie Fastion. Yeah. Uh, he's a, what we got here? Oh. We got sorry. Mr. Todd Law watching his room there. Who? Todd Law. Todd Law. Todd Law. Well, that's cool. I work with, uh, well, when I go back to work at the uh, place I'll be going back to work with, I'll work with Mr. Todd. Oh, hi, Todd. What's up, bud? How are you doing? Doing good? Great. We got seven folks watching us, by God. Holy cow. Son. God, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm there right now. I don't know how to contain my excitement. Did you see the uh, Facebook Live I did about a month ago? And then John Doc actually got on my Facebook Live, and I completely went like five Fan minutes ago. Yeah. I was like, 
Uh, I I remember that. I remember that well. I was like, God, I hope he doesn't do this when we go to other places. Oh, no, no. I'm just... (laughs) Usually I expect it, but he just kind of popped up there. And I was like, what happened? It happened when Birdman jumped on my Facebook Live, too. He was like, you're doing a good job. And I was like, why do you know who I am? Why are you watching my Facebook Live? Thank you. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I was... I go down there and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, piss off, commoner. And I'm like, I, I don't go fast. I don't know these guys. It's just because you're tall. It's because I'm tall. Most of us are short, so we're like, ooh, tall people. Yeah, right, right. It's, is <laughs> that what I have to do to hang yeah. out? Yeah, you got to be short. I got to be short? You got to be short. Damn it. No, but uh, the um, radio verse, uh, the street, street Nationals is the first drag radio event of the year. It kicks off uh, down in Bradenton. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of records sitting there this year. The cars were incredibly fast already. Uh, the weight breaks that have uh, been given to the nitrous cars have made the nitrous cars unbelievably fast. Uh, Stevie Jackson was tuning the uh, other uh, finalist in the radio versus the world, and it, it was a nitrous car. It was his teammate. Uh, they qualified one and two, and they finished one and two. So uh, really, really impressive to see what's going on there. The um, the small block no times and stuff is incredibly fast i don't know if you guys watch uh, like i said john doc's youtube channel justin swanson uh, swan gang any of them guys um they're um basically heads up street racing on on the track they don't show times anything like that uh and it, that's a serious game especially in the eastern southeastern part of the state that's a super super serious game they don't play around and uh what kind of money are we talking uh as far as what it takes to build or what they're racing for both um, Competitively, what would you put into a car? Like, how much would you expect to put into a car to be competitive on that level? Well, uh, at that level, there's different levels of that level. You've got your X275, your Pro 275, your Radio versus the World, your Pro Street. You've got your Heavy Street. You've got Ultra Street. So got, many choices. Yeah, there's a bunch. Uh, the entry level class would be Heavy Street. Yeah. Uh, and those cars are still running, you know, 580s, 590s. So they're still super, super fast. Uh, to get in on something like that, you'll probably spend 85 grand. Uh, to get into um, what's probably the most uh, popular um, class that most people want to be into is the X275 slash Pro 275. Uh, and basically what that is, that's limited by the tire size that they run. They have to run a 275-6015, which is a 2018-5. Um, and the way that works is, um, they're limited by tire size and then by power adder versus cubic inch and then obviously weight. That's how they that's how they make an equal playing field of everything. Okay, and, so when you say power adder, I, I know what you're talking about, but for people in Okay, Roger. Um basically uh nitrous supercharger turbos are called power adders. Uh each one of those power adders have a distinct advantage uh, over the others. So like say a nitrous car gets to weigh less than a turbo or gets to weigh less than a supercharged car. A supercharged car gets to weigh less than a turbo car mostly. Um, and they, uh, and then a, a twin turbo car is gonna weigh obviously more than all of them because it's got dual power adders. Uh, a lot, some people are, mixing, uh, are actually going into the uh, dual power adders since it's having the turbo and nitrous. And then they just keep stacking weight on it because the tire size is the same. So the more power you have, the more weight they penalize you with. Because if not, you could go out there with an 1,800 pound car that made 4,000 horsepower and dominate the field, which kills the class. So you, you can't have that. You gotta you gotta level the field out in a certain way. Um, 
realistically, in order to run a competitive 275 car, uh, you would pr you you'd need 175 grand probably for the car. Big money. Yeah, uh, and that's that's not you wouldn't be able to sustain the car at that money. You would need you would need sponsorship money and still help at that level. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then you step into the Pro Pro 275, which is the same size tower but it's a different compound so they're actually a little quicker okay um and to get in on something like that you probably need two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars plus plus the money to you know travel run half a million car, dollars um easily plus yeah, yeah. plus sponsors yeah <laughs> uh and then to run the radio versus the world i mean you're a million dollars easily big easily. team yeah big team big but, team money yeah well you know like uh stevie jackson's team they just broke the record they went 352 at like 202 so wow. to, to take a car that weighs 21, 2200 pounds and go 202 mile an hour at 660 foot, it takes a lot of money. That's unbelievably fast. I mean, that's, yeah. if people that have never gone to the track and seen those kind of uh, runs, then to, they, to understand that it, in 30 feet, they're already cresting 60, 70 mile an hour. In 30 like, feet, they're 100 mile an hour. Th that's what, I mean, yeah. just the amount of. Yeah, literally 60 foot times are less than a second. Right. You know, you, you, uh, the average car person talks about zero to 60 times being like, you know, the new Corvette coming out is going to be under four seconds, which yeah. is like crazy fast. Well, they're traveling 60 feet in under a second. Yeah, that's, that's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. We you know, uh, take 200 miles an hour, 202 mile an hour, divide that by 660 foot, and that's how, that's how fast they're moving. Per Essentially. Second. Yeah. You know, with, with the whole fast. shot. Like yeah. It. It's, uh, it's, it, it's incredibly fast. It's, it's. It's literally, if you've not seen it in person, it's unimaginable. Oh, it, it is crazy yeah. to see. I mean, indescribable. Un yeah. yeah, it really is. And then what's crazy is to see the athletic ability of the drivers. When you see the in-car footage, right. I mean, there's so much going on in a blink of an eye. Right. You know, got to be on your, got to yeah. be on your timing. Yeah, Every, everything you know, and, and I think that's what I like about drag racing so much is that it takes such a team to be at that level. Because everybody has a job, every, and through the entire time you're there, stage in the car. After the car's run, there's got to be somebody down there to pull it back. When you pull it back, you got to get the car up in the air. You got to check all the vitals. You got to go over the data, and the data is not just the engine data. I mean, literally, uh, uh, Stevie Jackson's got a whole YouTube channel based on what he has to do per grains of water in the air per track to know wow. what the car's going to do to because the cars are tuned on such a ragged edge. Literally, right, he, just he, such fine line tuning. It's yeah, all I mean, or nothing. Yeah, uh, at that level, then you got to have a, 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 a weather station all the time. <laughs> Let me take my, my meteorologist for my team and go out here. Uh, he he literally qualifies as a meteor as a meteorologist. Holy crap! Yeah, at, the, at that level, it's no longer hot rod stuff. It's, it's your, science. your engineers' science. I mean, yeah, it's it's physics it's, and and it's it's crazy. But that's what wow. makes it so awesome. It's know? math. Yeah, lots, lots of, of math. Yeah, so kids, if you want to, you know, be a really fast drag racer, pay attention, be smart, don't be like me. <laughs> if you want to be a fast drag racer, just drive very well and attach yourself to a team that already has a car that yeah. just needs a driver. Yeah. <laughs> Stay skinny. Oh, we over here. Oh, we got hot rod sparks on here. Oh, uh, we're going to bring him in here soon. All right, that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, we got Dennis the... Johnson. Yeah, he says the brakes would be cool on a 78 Kansas Absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Seventy-eight hot. TAs. That's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, which that's a bandit car. Your car now, right? I believe so. Ooh. I believe so. I believe, I believe we worked out a pretty even swap. Oh, I like it. So. I like it. And a deal is as good as what each party feels walking away, right? Uh, yeah. If everybody's content, yeah. it's a good deal. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's it takes an incredible amount of knowledge, incredible amount of discipline, and incredible amount of money to do what these guys do. And money. Even, well, it's, money. It's, it's honestly that with, <laughs> without each part of that equation, you can't do what you need to do. You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the right people on your team that know how to make it work, it don't don't do what it needs to do. So it's a it's a really it's almost like a ballet there, really, almost like a ballet. Right. It's a it's very 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 interesting to watch. I need to go down there to the to like uh, the Georgia race to where there are 500 of these caliber cars. That's an amazing amount of numbers. It is. It's it seems like it, that's too many cars to get down a track. Like no, it's, it's a four day event. It's a four day event. Four day event. Yeah. Five hundred cars. Four yeah. day event. Good yeah. God. Yeah. And. Uh, there's a lot of eye burning from it, it really <laughs> from is. the fuel. Like people are never down there. God dang. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, the the once you enter the track, you never have to leave because the the race the race stops, but the after activities don't. I mean, I've been down there and watched a five thousand dollar foot race after what? they close down. Yeah. <laughs> Do what? Yeah. A five thousand dollar foot race. Yeah. It's nuts. I mean, these these guys race everything nothing nothing's off limits literally they uh i've watched like i said i watched a five thousand dollar foot race uh they have uh big wheel races after the track closes uh power wheels races they have bench press competitions they have cook-offs they have who can do the longest keg stand i mean it is an unbelievable riot of a party imagine a biker rally for drag racers right and that's what this is it is the most surreal experience that I've ever been a part of. Like, I, I look, you know, people take vacations. This is my vacation. This is what I look forward to every year. Like some people go to the Derby. Mm -hmm. You go to Georgia. Yeah. I, I, go, I go to uh, No Mercy and Lights Out. There are two races. Uh, one's in February coming up the 13th, and then cool. one's in October. Yeah. Lights Out is the big one that I follow online. Yeah. I do I do follow Lights Out online. Yeah, like, it, that's the best race to me is. That's the same race. Lights out, no mercy is the same race. One's in February, one's in October. And it is literally the Super Bowl small tire drag racing. It is the fastest radial small tire racing on the planet. Hands down, bar none. There's nothing to compete with. So, lights out and what? Uh, no mercy. No mercy. So, it's like rod running spring and rod running fall? Pretty much. Same race, same, different times of the yeah, year? Yep. They, they literally coin their coin phrases. Everything else is testing for these races. Wow. Yeah. Because there's no bigger audience. There's no bigger money. The pot, like free, the, the smallest amount of money that they're racing for. That's what I was about to ask. What's, is, what's the big side? What's the big prize? $150,000. $150,000. Yeah. The smallest prize is twenty five grand. But how much money they spend trying to get that? We don't like talking. <laughs> it's, a, it's not about what you're spending. It's yeah. about what you're winning. It's about beating the other person. <laughs> right. The money, it just, 
It's, it's a healthier for one means. Yeah, it's just a byproduct. Right, right. It's just just the I, fuel I, for the weekend. I mean, literally, um, you go down there and uh, South Georgia Motorsports Complex will hold about uh, 35,000 people. And if you're not down there on Wednesday, you're not getting in on Friday. Dang. They shut it down. Literally, the fire marshals come in and shut it down because it, we, it, we, it goes so far past the capacity that, like, all the all the stands are full on one side and the other. All the bottom part of the racetrack is full, and there's only standing room all the way down each side of it. Dang. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a massive ordeal. What Donald Long has been able to do with that race is amazing. This is the eleventh year of it, and uh, it's all started from an idea on a webpage called YellowBullet.com, to where basically the NHRA had blown cars up so much to where they didn't even look like cars. So he was like. He got with Mickey Thompson and was like, we need to do a drag radio race. And then he was born. And huh. that one guy has been able to do this. And it's, uh, you know, he's just proof that if you set your mind to something, you can do it. It's literally the, the only race that radio guys are want to be a part of. God dang it, I love this country. Me too, brother. <laughs> Me too. I love it. It is. That's what I'm talking about. Who else we got on there? Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Same folks. Same, Same folks. folks. Yeah. Good. We've established a viewing base. Yeah. Seven people. What we need to do is uh, <laughs> next time I bring my phone and set it up here too, and we'll live stream simultaneously, both of them. That's just going to confuse folks. Huh? That's just going to be confusing. People uh, are going to be like, Who do I watch? Who do, do I, I watch? Do Which I watch angle do I want? What do I want to do? Help I want to get two phones. So hey. Watch each angle. So what you're saying is that we're stimulating the economy if we do that. <laughs> I don't know what we're stimulating. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. So, Kentucky Dragway. Hmm? Season starting to get oh, underway. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know this 64. or not, but there's going to be three. Uh, I've not done anything with uh, um, I 64, which is weird because they're five minutes from my house. Right. But uh, Aaron Sipple and uh, Carrie Sipple at Kentucky Dragway have really reached out to me and been uh, super supportive of what I want to do. And uh, they let me announce up there and stuff on the even when uh, the weekends that I've got a, that I'm not working, they let me come in there and do that. But they are doing uh, three no time small tire drag radial type races this year. I don't have the exact dates on them yet. They have them on their webpage, but uh, it's going to be probably no. It'll definitely be the fastest radial cars within a three hour driving radius of where we're at. That's going to be down there. It's going to be a really good show all three years. Uh, really, really good show. Super fast cars. Uh, I, I know there's going to be multiple four-second X-mile cars there. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, baby. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, just to remind you all, just to show that we put on the Great American 4 before. Absolutely. That show will be coming up in July. We've That's already right. started planning it. Ooh, daddy. So jump on the face page and go to that page. Yeah. Give us a like. Absolutely. And uh, also, especially you people on the Facebook Live deal, uh, if you have a uh, if you have an event that you want to uh, that you want us to talk about, uh, post it on there. Messages uh, because the whole point of this is to uh, broaden the automotive community as far as we can. Uh, we're not limited to just drag racing. That's just what I like to talk about. Um, but if it's motocross, four wheeling, um, 
doing buggy driving. We don't care. If it's something that gets you out there with your family and your friends and it involves two to four wheels, some gas and some oil, we want to talk about it. Yes. And speaking of talking about off-road, there is a $4 million grant going out off-road park. $4 million. <laughs> $4 million. Yes. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty. That's an insane amount of money to be a grant for an off-road park. It makes me wonder how that's going to work out. It's, it's going morning, into right? some of it's going to be for infrastructure on the way to the park. So the road going to the park, mm -hmm. like the highway, things like that. So it's going to make access to that park more, not more easier. It's going to make it easier for gotcha. everybody. Plus, I do believe it it has uh, room for upgrades in the park, within the park, mm -hmm. well, uh, for, it's, for it's their dirt. infrastructure and the, safety the within is, the park. The park's dirt nasty, right? Moorhead? Rush Off-Road, I do believe. Rush Off-Road, okay. Yeah, it's at? Boyd yeah. County. Boyd County, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah big thing oh, in the paper about it. Yeah, that's where they do the um, uh, rock bouncers. They I have the, the, so, big, yeah. the big and show. The big hill yeah. and all that yeah. good stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we need to we need to figure out who coordinates that and talk to them and see if we can. But I mean, there's some areas. Was there Wildcat and the Hollow Root? Yeah, man. I mean, there's. A, you know, it's funny we're having this conversation. I was I was actually talking to a couple of buddies of mine, and I'm like, you know, I love drag racing, but I can only drag race when it's pretty. So right. the idea of a side by side or like a K5 or something like that, I'm like, man. I'm this, telling you, this could be something we could use when it's not drag racing. I'm telling you, man, there's nothing better than being out in the woods. I like being out in the woods. You know, yeah. I, I, I like fast stuff, but I, I like nature. You know, I like being out in the woods, being out by myself or with a few select friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. And off-roading is just fun, man. Yeah, it, well, like I said, it's just something I Jumping haven't done trucks. Uh, my most experience off-roading is in a Humvee through Iraq Afghanistan. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong kind of off-road <laughs> to associate with. <laughs> no. Jason, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's, you know, the the thrill of your brakes going out downhill and stuff like that. Like that's that's what keeps you going back. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have a parachute on the back of your off-road vehicle or not, because you're not going fast enough for it to be effectual. So gotcha. And you got plenty of trees <laughs> to stop you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you can only roll so far before you hit the first rock or tree. Gosh, <laughs> sounds painful. <laughs> but you know, that's I don't. I'm not like one of the rock crawler guys. Yeah, uh, I have no no inclination at all to want to be a rock crawler guy. Those uh, guys are a special breed. See, I'm a, I, I, when I watch that stuff, that's where I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. They've got everything I like: turbos, LS motors, fast. Just instead of going down the racetrack, they're like, you see that rock ledge right there? Up my beer, y'all. Watch this. <laughs> like, I, that, that's got Ricky D written all over it. I just don't have the money to do that and drag race. I like watching them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, then some of them guys, I'm like, God dang, you put a lot of faith in the fabrication of that cage. Yeah, but Like, <laughs> yeah, so buddy. much trust in that fabrication. We got it. It's a hell of a weld. Uh, that, that, I mean, them, them guys has got a lot of money and that stuff too. I mean, you're you're probably talking about seventy five hundred thousand dollars in some of them rigs. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, hell, like the the turbo Polaris is like twenty five grand, right, right? Off the bat. Yeah. And then you're gonna bust all that the hell the first time you take it out. So then you're gonna have to have to buy upgraded suspension parts and mm -hmm. yeah. And that's I just mean, the side by stuff. I'm I'm talking about the. The big dog uh, rock crawlers. Oh, the big fabricated buggies and, yes, and things of that nature. Yeah. 
Yeah, buggies and bouncers. When they go potato, 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 and there's a bunch of those that come down to our show. Okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah. It, it uh, is. It is unfortunate that it has worked out to where I have had to miss every single show you guys have done. I will not miss this one this year. Bluegrass crawlers, the Jeep people come down. Mm -hmm. A lot of classic off-road stuff. Huh. Got Alicia Potts, Brian Anderson. Uh, Brian Sinner, thank y'all. We appreciate it. And we're going to keep talking. We're going to keep for talking. You. <laughs> for you. Just for you. And uh, Owensville, as uh, Fields and Wheels of Fire, their their fire department usually puts that show on. Okay. And I believe it's at the 64 Motorplex. Okay, okay. So, I, know, I know that uh, uh, I-64 does a couple things out there. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to putting on shows and stuff like that, um, I see a lot of controversy over what is a show car and what is not a show car. What do you view as a show car? Because, you know, right now the big thing is patina. I hate patina. I know you do. <laughs> I, mean, I know you do. <laughs> I like it in the right setting. Right. You know, um, and as far as the show, it depends on what class you're going to show in because you've got the end, you know, the, the under, under destruction mm -hmm. class, you know. The rebuild, you gotta have a certain amount of primer, what have you, and certain mm -hmm. number of body mods or interior mods to be, you know, a custom under construction kind of thing. Right. Uh, but I like finished paint. A lot of people are like the rust and patina, and that's cool if you like that. But if it's a solid car mm -hmm. and it's 98%, why not take it the other 2% and Put a nice paint job on it well, or at I, least I, I can i can i can i can give you my validation on that like and, and people say the primer fad is gone i'm still a primer dude like get it all under one cover yeah so that we can see the curves of the car because that's what makes a, a car and a truck appealing to be is the body line right the look the stance mm -hmm. and if your car is 98 million different colors of primer it's hard to discern those body lines and what makes them look good. Yeah. You know, that that's what makes a car to me is the craftsmanship in a car. I, and I respect a lot of the different ways on it. Uh, I think um, as, as a person that had a pretty nice 67 Camaro. Hell yeah, you did. Um, it, it was not fun to drive. It wasn't fun to have out. Too uh, many, too many dirt, too many things that mm, happened well, to it. The, the one day I drove it to work, uh, a 75 year old man literally hit it like back into it yeah. you know so what what happens there i think and I, and I think this is really and truly the reason for the fad that we have right now is that so many people are tired of um, show cars or whatnot cars cars that are so nice that you you literally can't enjoy them you know if you get caught in the rain then you've got you know 40 hours of cleaning you know or if you take it out and you know, a rock hits up, hits your paint, you can't fix it, and it's going to cost, you know, another $5,000 to have that fixed. Um, I, I, I I love looking at those cars that are finished cars and they're beautiful, but I can also understand why people don't go that far as much anymore because literally, the, the I think we, we went from a culture of, I want to have this pristine beauty car to, I want to drive my car. You know, that's I think that's why the Pro Touring, or the, uh, the Pro what do they call it? Uh, resto mod. Resto mod is such a big movement because you can you can literally drive your hot rod every day now. Oh yeah, you know and well you could back then. 
You know, not, the idea not, not that. Not without a bunch of stress. Not without a bunch. I mean, my car wasn't even that nice. And I'm telling you, like, if I was to go and go to a car show and then have to stop and get gas, like, you you would literally be nervous going in to pay for it because you're like, man, somebody's gonna go out there and you know, because people want to come up and look at it and they don't they don't they don't concern themselves with their belt buckles or their zippers or their little kids coming over and you know it does it just makes it at least for me I can't speak for everybody but for me it made it uncomfortable to look the only way I enjoyed it was as if I took it into town stayed right beside it or took it back to my house where I could I can keep an eye on it. Well, I, absolutely. There's the show car that you keep under lock and key, and you keep it pristine. And but there's a daily driver hot rod that is also a show car. You know, I'm back in the '60s and '70s, people kept their Monte Carlos clean as an everyday driver, and their Cadillacs clean as an everyday driver. And well, yeah, but back in the '60s and '70s, they weren't worth fifty grand. Right, and that's now they are. That, that's where I was getting to. Yeah, is now people look at it more of a money thing. Well, because it costs so much more money to have. <laughs> right, right. You know? So I if mean, you, you have a nice classic car, hmm? of course you don't want people out there dicking around with your fifty, sixty thousand dollar car. Mm-hmm. So it's better to. Uh, I think of the reason a lot of people don't go with the super high quality paint is it's that because they'd that. yeah they'd rather spend forty thousand dollars on a car that will make five hundred horsepower and you can drive it every day and they're like it's still a sixty three Impala uh, and just leave it they'll leave it the way they found it in a field because it kind of already has a cool look to it but you can you can you know beat the piss out of it. Like that, at least that's you know, like working with Shane. Like I can his, see that. Yeah. I mean, I I, I get the uh, what you're saying, and I know like people. Are, I just want to drive my hot rod. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it. Well, like Shane Kaiser, you seen the '48 Suburban? Him and I did. Yeah. Right. It's never gonna have paint on it ever, because he built it as a daily driver. Like he wants to drive it every day. You know, and it looks cool as hell. When people Primary. see it, they're like. Oh, Nah. <laughs> just, sorry, man. I just, oh, I'm with it's you. Just, it's just not for me. Uh, and, and you're not wrong. I mean, uh, there's. Um, I guess the difference is, is when I when I would like to see those cars, I like to go to a museum and I like to see right. the beautiful stuff. You know, for me, it's either got to be that, right. or you can beat on it and not worry about it. I don't. Me personally, I don't know where the middle ground is because I'm not. I'm not a fan of primer. You know, right. I, it's just. Unless it's done right. And then the only way to make primer done right is you're still going to end up doing like a semi-gloss clear over it. So you still got $1,000 in your in your primer job, you know, just to make it look halfway decent. And then for me, when it gets to that point, it's like I have to paint it because I've already got all this money invested in the body work on it to make it straight, you know, because why would you primer it if, not, if you're not going to make it straight? Well, that's the thing about primers. You know, primer's cool because as you work on the body and get it straightened out, you can just slap primer on that other primer. And then if you ever get it ready for a, a really nice paint job, then just sand it all down and have the body guys do it. But as far as like, it, it's the big thing about a show car and, and something to take to a show is uh, working on it. You know, it, it's hard to, to drive a project. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's the big thing is I think a lot of people want to show their cars off, you know, 
without putting the wrench time on the body aspect and the aesthetics of it. Because just want to drive the car. Yeah. You know, I get that. Yeah. Like, I get impatient. I want to drive my trucks, but yeah. also, I'm like, man, I want to make them look right. Right. You know, because that's, and that's your face on there. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to be a, a big garage, but I mean, I did the work on them. Right. Right. And people are going to know, like, that, that's this guy's level. Yeah. You know, that, that's I mean, my craft level. That's, that's what I do. It's a. Uh... It's really difficult to find that line, man. It is. It it's is. really difficult. It is. Because, like, you take somebody like me, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I want to be fast. Like, right. that's all I care about, fast. Right. You know, I, I, they'll know my car because it's going to go, you know, and I mean, I don't care what color it is, you know. I'm but, also an artist. But, Exactly. So I mean, I'm very much for, for you guys aesthetic. that don't know, I mean, the dude does super good work. I mean, nah, I don't. I, I do mediocre work. Mediocre, but I had <laughs> mediocre work. You fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think I think a lot of times the perception of or what what we want things to represent is going to be us when we build a car. The automobile is representing the builder. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like you said, you're an artist. You paint things. You draw things. You make things look visually awesome. You know, I, I can't draw a straight line. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a hot rod guy. You know, I, yeah. I don't care what it looks like. I'll race you. I'll race your paint. Yeah. I mean, and, and, but neither one's better than the other. The, you know, you they both, they both take a tremendous amount of time, work, pride, right. and money. So, you know, I think as long as people do that, you know, you can be fine. I think I think what makes the car community suck in a lot of ways is uh, me and you. You know, like we could. If, I if, don't suck. No, no, no. Let me finish. Damn like, it! Did you hear that shit? <laughs> uh, if, if, if if we didn't have a level of respect for each other, and you were like, well. I don't care about your car being fast. It's ugly. And I was, and if I was like, well, I don't care about your car being slow. It's you know, or being pretty. It's slow. You know, that's where you have that animosity at. And I think that's where the car community kind of lacks. You know, if they would go, you know what? Hey, man, that's a good build. That's what you like. That's badass. I like it. You know, it's not what I want. But I think when people say it's not what I want, the other person gets offended. Well, what do you mean it's not what you want? Well, that's just not what I want. Yeah. But people get offended by it. I mean, I, I can't lie. Like, a lot of that car culture animosity mm-hmm. is stemming from social media. Because it's oh, so yeah. quick just to get on there and not antagonize anybody or anything. But if you see something that looks shitty, mm-hmm. it's like just so Carolina easy. Squat. So easy just to, to post, you know... What brand of trash cans are those exhaust tips on that diesel? You know what I'm saying? Like right. unnecessary shit that, and we've all done it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't like telling people that car looks stupid. You know, you did a terrible job on that bill. Blah blah blah. Right. I'm not going to be that guy, but I will say something like, you know, you not find a thinner tire. You know, like I will make them little bullshit comments, but I'm not going to say your whole build sucks. I used to make those comments. But, I'm uh, trying not to. I, I, the older I get, the more I go. I did a lot of stupid stuff when I was a kid, <laughs> so I'm gonna let it go. I mean, right. my first car didn't even have a heater in it, dude. Right. I, I had an '81 Camaro with a 406 in it. That's what I drove to school with no heat. Like I had a heater plugged into the cigarette lighter, and people were like, you know, like that's dumb now. Like I think about it, I'm like, God, I was an idiot. But at the time, 
Dude, I thought that I thought I I had the coolest car in the world. But that's what your first car is supposed to be. Like I've had some heaps. Oh, me too. I had a '77 Mercury Monarch four door. Was my first car, (laughs) and it was rust colored. And I don't know if it was rust or the color rust. I don't know where the paint met the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it was that color, right? And and I've had I had a '78 Grand Prix. Nice it like was also cars. a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> it ran great, but the body wasn't all that. And that's when you're a kid, you're supposed to have a POS car so mm-hmm. that you can learn to work on them. Right. You know, it's a scary thought when you're when you're 16, 17, learning to drive, and your car breaks down on the side of the road. You know, at 10 p.m. in the middle of the night, and you're like, "Oh crap! Now what do I do? Now what do I do? Now you buck up and you fix it. Yep. And you get your ass home. Yep. Because your parents are waiting. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get home, you're ass of grass. Yep. So you learn how to fix that. Quick. And you get the hell home. If not, you figure out who to associate yourself with to help. Who you gotta help. Right. Like, man, I'm a trouble. I'm out here on 460. I but remember one of the one of the things when that I happened was to me. 16, we didn't have cell phones. Right. I didn't either. Right. I didn't either. So. Uh, Kids got that working for them now. Yeah, but I, sorry. I, I remember being uh, 17 years old, and uh, like I said, I had a 406 in my in my 81 Camaro, and all Ford gears, well, all the all the Ford gears said, "I quit. I'm out." <laughs> Spit so, them out the rear end. <laughs> so me and a, and a guy by the name of BJ drove my car in reverse. From Jeffersonville to Mount Sterling, down 460. Holy crap. At like 2 o'clock in the morning. And pulled it up in my house and pulled the transmission out of it. Hey. <laughs> and see, if I was to see a kid doing that now, I'd be like, what's wrong with you, you idiot? Have you got no sense? You, you know? damn dummy. But, I mean, we was doing it, dude. And it was crazy. We'd, we'd get up to about 30 mile an hour. Because you're such slow gear going reverse. I didn't shove it neutral and let it coast. Uh, you do what you gotta do. Exactly. Exactly. He said, modern problems call for modern solutions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you make it work, by God. That's right. Don't be scared. Yeah. But cars were a lot easier back in our day, too. Yeah. You know, well, the average person could fix them easier. I wouldn't say that they were easier to work on because, literally, I mean, if you got a laptop and, 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 and some software, it'll tell you what's wrong with it. You know, sure. plug it up and go, oh, the, you know, your, your car's not running right. And plug it up and go, oh, <laughs> fuel injector two is bad. Hold on, let me fix that. You know, I mean, so there's there's good and bad. But I, I think in order to be, in order to appreciate it all, you got to have it all. You got to know, you got to, you got to have dabbled in it all a little bit. You know, kind of be a jack of all trades, a master of none, which I mean, that's the way I am. You know, uh, your, your brakes are the fourth set of drum brakes I've ever worked on. You know, I just <laughs> never fooled with them and didn't have them, you know. Which was fun today because I was like, learning experience. What I do? All right, <laughs> take a lot of pictures. That that's the favorite. That's my favorite thing. Oh, that's, that signifies uh, the end of the last episode. Oh, okay. I was like, what is that? I had to take that out of there. That was awesome. I don't know what that was, but it sounded good. It was a big block. Oh, big block, Chevy. That, that was at the end of last episode. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I got to take it out of this episode. That's all right. That's all right. So. That was cool, though. I liked it. Anywho. Um, <laughs> we're, uh, we're totally neglecting the uh, no respect for the mini trucks in this town. Uh, Brown Centers, I respect the mini trucks as long as they got a badass motor in them. I got a mini truck. He does got a mini truck. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we get hated on all the time for our trucks. Uh 
That's that's the problem that I see, uh, Brian, is that people want to hate on each other because it's something they don't like. Um, I don't care what you drive. I'm not going to hate on it as long as you don't start shit with me. You know, if you enjoy your, what you're doing, I'm like, cool, man. Make it happen. You know, but uh, what I've noticed, and this is no disrespect to you, is that a lot of people that get hated on are getting hated on because they might have done something or said something to initiate that hate. Um, at least that's what it was when I was growing up. But, uh, man, I don't care what somebody's got. If you put your time and your and your effort into it and it's something that you enjoy, I'm sorry I'm so far away from here. Oh, no, I can hear you. Yeah. Um, if you put your time in it and your effort in it and you enjoy it, man, that's all that matters. You know? Hey. People are always going to hate. You know, believe it or not, there are some select people out there that don't like loud, hot rod cars. I don't associate with those people. I figure they're communists. But there's people that don't like it. You know? Hey. So, I on Brian's Brian's point, I will agree with him, is that my little ranger, I have gotten a lot of black SHI double hockey sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I have taken a lot of crap for for the, the wire wheels and stuff on my ranger. And you know, I've I've had people drop M bombs. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, all right, you dumb hillbilly. Like, I'm 6'4", I'm clad in camouflage. Right. All the time. Mm -hmm. Well, at least 90% of the time. Why? What? The, who the hell in the... Oh, I get it, man. I get like, it. Who are you to even be that kind of a-hole yeah. to have that? Like, you're driving around a busted ass... Right. Not you, personally. I know. But, for instance, generally, you're, if you're driving around a busted ass 92 Silverado that... Doesn't even have half a bed on it and all this other crap. <laughs> like, you got no room to talk shit about somebody else's car well, see, or truck. What I understand is those people, especially if they're in something like that, are usually just unhappy people anyway. That's true. So they have to find something to gripe about. Yeah, I've had you purple. Know? I've had purple. I've had people swerve at me on the bypass in that truck and try to run me off the freaking road. Crazy. And I, I and I get pissed off and I'm like, God dang it, if I was in my if <laughs> oh, I'd make you eat. Yeah, shit, right now. Like, <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's no different. Uh, uh, do you know how many of my buddies give me up the road for the wheels on my truck? Oh, I can, I can imagine. I mean, dude, it's crazy. They're like, "Who you think you are? You think you're just a 19 year old kid with your big wide wheels and blah 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 blah." I mean, there's always going to be a set of always haters for everything. But what you got to do is just understand that nine times out of ten, consider the source. Yeah, consider the source, and because a lot of times people are probably just trying to aggravate you to to, yeah. to get along a lot of times, and they just mess it up real bad. But then there's those people that just, man, they're all. I mean, there's you're gonna have two types of people in the world, okay? There's if if you're gonna have the type of person that if they won the lottery, there's gonna be like, man, I made I won three hundred million dollars, but the government took fifty. Took fifty million. Golly, I'm I still got two hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. And then you're gonna have the other type that goes, Oh golly, I can't believe all I got was two hundred and fifty million dollars. I won three hundred. The government took the rest of it. I don't know what I'm gonna do, I'm just broke. You right. know, you're always gonna have good and bad and ugly, man. So if somebody's giving you crap about your car, man, don't don't sweat it because look Oh, I'm not sweating. I I yeah, like people shouldn't sweat it. Yeah. Sometimes so, it's hard. Sometimes it's incredibly hard. I mean, I have maybe in my younger days walked up to somebody and said, what would you say about my car? Right. You know? 
Now, now you can't talk because your jaw's broke. What's up? Yeah, yeah. You know? Hard to talk with a busted yeah. lip, ain't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but as you get older, you can, you start to go, meh, whatever, man. And then you can just look at them assholes and be like, look, dude, I got a low rider. I got a drag race truck. I got a gasser. I got an off-road truck. And I got a truck to haul them off. So you can piss off with your 92 Celica. Well, I mean, you can do that. <laughs> Most of them <laughs> a lot of people can't, Glenn. <laughs> That's why people got to get... A truck for every season. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm actually having a... Uh, I've been having this conversation with quite a few car guys. Now I'll run it by you, which you're going to love because it's, it's. I've basically guaranteed myself that I'm going to buy a diesel truck next year. But this is the reason why. Diesel trucks hold the resale value like nothing I've seen. Okay? Absolutely. Like literally, I could go get $40,000 for a truck next year. There you go. Diesel every day, day. So I can go get forty grand. Day. <laughs> Go get forty grand for a truck that does everything I want it to do. You know, heated seats, leather, nice truck, and I can drive it for twenty years, mm-hmm. and it's worth twenty grand. You know, so then we take the source of what a diesel can do. It will tow anything I want it to tow. I can make it as fast as I want to make it. I can take it off road. I can raise it up in the air. I can drop it down on the ground. I can haul all my buddies or none of my buddies. It doesn't matter. You know. Yeah. So this, this, the older I get, the more I go, the more I find that my taste in vehicles is changing. So like, you know, I'm th- right now I'm down to the least amount of cars I've had in 15 years. Right now I've only got three vehicles. Why you do that to yourself? I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's less frustrating for me. Right. I, I, I get tired of doing all the maintenance on them and tired of keeping all the stuff that's broke. And, you know, it's just, it's just aggravating, you know. So... Uh, I've went from that person that's had something for every season to now I just want a, I want a 2015 Duramax Denali. Which is why you had my calamity. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. I got too much projects, too many irons in the fire, not enough fire for the iron. I understand. I've been there. I, I lived the last 10 years of my life that way. I need to build a bigger fire. A bigger fire. <laughs> need to build a bigger fire. <laughs> I, I just needed the Denali Duramax and a Corvette. That's all I need. C6 Corvette Z06. That's all I need. A Denali? Yeah. And what? A, and a, and a, and a uh, C6 Z06. And that's it? That's it. That's all I need. You don't need no no other, Nothing no else. other hot rods? Nothing else. No dirt bikes? Nope. A four-wheeler? I would, I would like to have a street glide. Street glide? Yeah. Right. See, I didn't know if you was in the bikes or not. Are you oh, ready? yeah. You, you never seen my big dog, did you? I had a custom big dog. 107 cubic inch motor. Oh. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I learned to ride on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are stepping into a whole other world that we've never seen. Oh, Ricky D. Yeah, Ricky D's had a little bit of everything. We're about to step into the two wheel Ricky D on the next episode. Oh, we can do that because <clears throat> I had not known this, and this is information that I have not been privy to before. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. <she'd>, uh, <clears throat> My my big dog made 114 horsepower at the tire and 107 foot pounds of torque. Had a 107 cubic inch SNS motor on it, stage two McCoonie carburetor. Bad son of a butt. Had a big old back tire on it. Well, uh, you talking like that, we're going to have to bring another friend of mine on here named Hagen Baker. I don't know him. I never heard of him. He's a he's a motorcycle <coughs> guru. He is he is a two wheel tech. Oh. He is the, the madman. With two wheel plan, Ooh. yeah, he's he's like now well, he's he's certified in just about every freaking bike you could think of. I, I am very prejudiced when it comes to bikes. I am incredibly prejudiced. He is not. He knows about all. This I stuff. am. I have had uh, 
I've had two jet bikes, and I had my big dog. I, and then I rode uh, street gliding. I'm out. Street glide or street guide life or nothing. For street me. glide or nothing. Street glide or nothing. All right, all right. Well, we're going to dive into that next time. Yeah, dog. And I'd like to thank all of our listeners and our viewers. Yes, thank you all so much. For for the, the, the first episode of season two of On All Cylinders, the podcast, and now the video cast with the podcast. What? Yeah, season two. It's a new year. New year, baby. That's right. So. Oh, and um, before we get off here. Um, What's up? Clearly, uh, we want to extend our deepest uh sincerities and prayers to uh all the people that had died on the kobe bryant helicopter all of them not just him but uh, all the families that are affected um <clears throat> you you all are in our prayers and um we know that that's the you know we don't like to talk a whole lot about that kind of stuff on here but we know that that's a that's a, a, a situation that has affected a lot of people um for many different levels so if you were affected by that uh I got you in my prayers. Super duper. All right. All right, folks. And we out. We out. We'll see you on the next uh, installation of On All Cylinders, the podcast.